When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast. The Birmingham League Show. With your hosts, Will Parton, Sam Whitney, Chris Mole, Harry Chandler, Matt Swift and me, James Hurl, for your latest dose of Shropshire Burnley Cricket. And welcome back to episode two of the Birmingham League Show. And tonight we are joined by Sam, Matt, Harry, and we've also got ourselves a new host of the evening. We've got ourselves Shifnal's captain, Chris Moore. <laughs> so, uh, welcome, Chris. And uh, yeah, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself? Yeah, evening, uh, evening all. Good to be here, really. Um, nice to join an elite crew, really, with Swifty and uh, Swifty and Simon. Uh, well, another one as well, Harry. <laughs> no, only joking. Um, yeah, nice to Cheers, be here, man. and uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, good fun. Welcome, and uh, straight into the swing of things. And um, yeah, it's well. I would ask how everyone's season's been, but I think we can answer for Harry's. Uh, how, how's everyone else been going? I'm an absolute god with the gloves. Can't score a run. Yeah, it's been going all right. Yeah, uh, me and was sitting pretty at the top of the table, so we're all good. But um, personally, yeah, going okay. Don't want to say too much more about that. The statue of Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> On its way. Jono's brother. But yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. something we're going to have to bring up, obviously, in, in the last episode. Uh, thing, things are said about what would happen if you made, if you made the victory. And uh, yeah, go on then, Harry. How's your season been? I'm currently looking for a new sport. So uh, <laughs> any recommendations, feel free to leave them in the comments. <laughs> yeah, so we're halfway through the season and... Um, a shock surprise to start the season. We'll start with you, Sam. Obviously, Bridgnall find themselves top of the table. I mean, you'd want to start like that, but would you expect it halfway in? <laughs> this is fucking spit it out, mate. <laughs> I can't get it out. Got the yips. All the words. I've got the yips. Um, yeah, on the on the first episode, I pretty much said, you know, it'd be nice to finish third, fourth, 
you know, be up there, win a few games, you know, give the young guys a chance. But see, we we won the first three, and and we've actually played really good cricket, and it was it was very nice to come. Obviously, we are here at Shrewsbury Cricket Club. It was good to come here and and beat Shrewsbury because we haven't we haven't played them on a Saturday for. A, well, I've never played Shrewsbury on a Saturday ever in my mm. cricketing career, so it was good to beat them. It's all to play for. I mean, you know, you got guys like Shrewsbury behind you, and they could uh, they could win every game from now on, and they could still win it. So it's it's going to be tasty, whatever happens. Yeah, and uh, well, Chris, uh, uh, well, from everything that's been going on, how's how's the golf been going? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Sam will talk you through a Sunday. Me and Sam had a game on the Sunday. Managed to do him, so that was the main thing, really. But yeah, slowly, slowly found my way back to cricket in week two. <laughs> but yeah, the season's been really good. Um, I think we probably all agree the formats work quite well. I think, and uh, yeah, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. It's. It's competitive league, and as Sam said, anyone, somebody could go and win all five the last five games and still win the league. So it's wide open, only halfway through, but it is nice to be where we are. Yeah, definitely, and it's it's going to be something that we're going to go on to later on in the podcast. Obviously, we're going to break down everything that's been going on. Uh, but yeah, first of all, um, some new cow corner stuff, and uh, we're all wearing it. Um, we've got the new cow corner t-shirts, obviously, with the new store. Uh, with the bat stickers nobody can see a spot like showing the t-shirts <laughs> off at the moment <laughs> <laughs> that looks really good that does Harry does it? Yeah, <laughs> do I wear it well? no it's my bum look big in it <laughs> all looking very smart so yeah we've got the new t-shirts the stickers the masks the mugs all that are now available on the Cow Corner store but anyway enough with all that and let's get on to what's on tonight's show here's what's to come on episode 2 of the Cow Corner Birmingham League show. We review the season so far. We pick our top batsmen, bowlers and overall player so far in the Birmingham League. We review each week and discuss the ups and downs for each Shropshire side. Finally, we predict what will happen for the rest of the season alongside some interesting karaoke talk and much, much more on another bumper episode of the Cow Corner Podcast. Okay, so we're halfway through the season, and yeah, so what's everyone's thoughts of the, well, new regionalised group, and obviously the new rules that have been put into place because of obviously the situation that we're in. How's everyone finding it so far? The uh, the five got finishes have been great. I've really <laughs> enjoyed them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was expecting like, someone to go on from that. <laughs> It is, it is quite a nice format, this new 40-over stuff. I mean, it's completely different to what a lot of us play. I mean, Muzz and I are, are, are used to, like, 55-overs and, you know, obviously win-lose at the start, which we spoke about last time, but this new 40-over... You could do it as well, don't you, actually? Sorry, do apologise. All right, keep looking at me, mate, a bit more if you want. In the Premier League, yeah? Yeah, we are, actually, mate. Where are you? I know you beat us, but where are you? No, no. Bad a beer, mate. <laughs> No, it's been really good. Do you know what? It's just nice to get the game on, as they say. Hashtag get the game on. But it's been really good just to play cricket and see everybody. So that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, the 40 overs works really well, I think, isn't it? It's, it's plenty long enough for a game. You, I think most of the games across the whole thing have been reasonably close, I think. Um, so I think the format's working well. The regionalised thing, I think, is working really well as well. I think we'd all agree it's a bit more competitive sometimes play against your mates on a Saturday. It's nice not to be travelling an hour and a half to an all-away game as well. So To get thumped. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to yeah. it's nice to play 
some of the lads you, you kind of know and and uh, and enjoy playing against. Yeah, they're good. I think the like the sanitisation breaks were. I think the first week we played in Wolverhampton and it took about three and a half hours for them to bowl forty overs and it just took forever. And then I think teams have kind of just adjusted to it really well and and now they just, they just get on with it and yeah, forty overs is definitely more than more than enough overs. <laughs> <laughs> we've got lads now though, haven't you? Like I know you guys have done it as well. You've got lads with like hand sanitizer in your pocket, yeah. just getting it done as quick yeah. as possible because you just kill the momentum mm. in the game as well. It's like the ball going out for throwing in football; like it's it's constantly killing momentum. I was going to say that was like in our standard of cricket, which is like absolutely ridiculous compared to yours. Yeah. Didn't realize you were that good. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> insane, mate. Insane. <laughs> but I mean, like. Um, like the first few games, obviously, when when people are going off for hand sanitizers, no word of the lies. People are going off for fags. And people, I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> having a beer. beer. Where's my sign? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Moss is on the lemon dream again. <laughs> having a chat and all this stuff, and then by the end of it, you've played an eighty-over game, but it's taking you to like nine o'clock in the evenings. So it's just like spending so much time on the hand sanitizer. But yeah, it's obviously. Obviously, now you, everyone's got their kind of like designated hand sanitizer. Is that um, is that Sambo as long as well as his uh, Werther's <laughs> <laughs> the, the Werther's Wonder. So he's now, um, yeah, Sammy sorts all that. All that. He has the hand sanitizer in his pocket, and we, yes, everyone goes over to him. So it, it doesn't take much time. But the, like the first game against Wolverhampton, we, I had the hand sanitizer in my pocket, and in the third ball of the over, I died for one. <laughs> <laughs> The, the bottle split and my pocket was just covered. But then for the rest of the game, when, when I need when I needed to sanitize the ball, I just put it in my pocket, so it was fine. So all good. That's one of the other things as well. As soon as the ball goes out to the boundary, someone scores a boundary, it's like a natural Leave reaction. It. Yeah, and everyone's Don't touch the ball. that's it. Everyone's shouting, "Leave it! Don't touch it!" And then someone will pick it up anyway and throw it back to you. And then you've got to sanitize the ball. And then you've got to go find the wipes or whatever. But I think, to be fair, give them credit where credit's due. The umpires have been really, really good in this period because it's obviously different for them as yeah. it is different for us. So, you know, fair play to those guys. Yeah, again, obviously uh, comparing standards again, obviously w with the standard I'm playing, obviously that 50% of the time there will be umpires. So it's kind of very much, well, I won't say what's been going on. but <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it's completely 100% uh, kosher. But uh, yeah, how, how have you found, uh, obviously, taking on, well, the umpires leading obviously the game and keeping the rules up to the standards that they need to be for the obviously new regulations. Yeah, I'd agree with Swifty really. I think sometimes it's hard to appreciate. It's very different for them as well. Um, you know, the first couple of weeks I think there was a bit of they literally want it thrown from the keeper to the bowler, and then I think we've all kind of realised actually, let's be sensible here. The ball can go to extra cover. It can, you know, a couple of stops on the way back. It's not really going to harm anyone. I think everybody's kind of just got on with it as best we can and. We've got to appreciate that to be able to play cricket, we've got to kind of sit by these regulations. And if that's the kind of cost we have to pay, then so be it. And I think we're all pretty happy with it. Mm. And so going on to the regionalisation, from a, from a WEMS point of view, how have you found it as an introduction into the Birmingham League? Um, well, I said on the last cast, I said it, we were being chucked in on the, at the deep end a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of years at private school for Harry, cast. <laughs> Where did you go to school? Sundorn. <laughs> I'll keep quiet. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I said we were, we were being chucked in at the deep end a little bit, and um, it's it's turned out that way. We've 
It's been quite good for us because it's shown we're not a million miles off. Um, we're missing the guy with the very big nose, Ben Peel. Um, he would have been a really handy player for us. And I think in some of the situations and the games that we've got ourselves into, um, we might have come out with more of a positive result had he been in the side. I know a lot of guys might say that, but you know that's been one thing for us is it's highlighted where our weaknesses are a little bit. And so hopefully we can... Like we said, it was going to be a learning curve, and it's it's highlighted that and means going forward for next year we can, you know, put those things in place that we aim to learn from this year. Mm. So it, obviously, no no overseas this season. Do you think that it's had a big impact on the standard of uh, certain teams? Has it kind of really emphasised the teams maybe benefit more from an overseas or not, Sam? Um, yeah, well, we don't really. We don't really have an overseas. We, we've had a couple, and you know, you, you need to, you know, you've got to pay for flights. You've got to find somewhere to live, somewhere to work. And, Easy to your cash, really, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, basically. The statue of Whitney. <laughs> Jono's brother. You, you did say you were going to stir it up. <laughs> Coming from Sheffield as well. Um, <laughs> Hashtag but, brown um, envelope. <laughs> but you know, we we, we play. Wait, what taxes? Yeah, we, uh, same with like Sheffield. I mean, like last few years, they've they haven't really had an overseas or like just guys who've come over and just enjoyed their cricket. Um, and well, same with Shrewsbury as well. Like I know Oswestry, they they had their guy who got sixty odd wickets, and um, you know, they could really do with him opening the bowling for them. Where obviously they've got. You always spend a, a, a bit of money on a, a guy who's gonna s- score you, you know, the bulk of your runs, and and but we can't really we can't really say much about it because we've we've never played against you with your overseas, so we don't really know where where you guys stand. I do think. Do you think it's made a big difference then, Harry? Not having obviously that overseas presence for us, it has. Yeah, definitely. Particularly with the bat, it's usually having an overseas is someone to bat around a little bit. I think. Looking at what's gone on with the teams we played against, <laughs> do you want to ask the question again? No, 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 keep just keep going, mate. I'll edit it. All right. Um, yeah, he won't. He won't. He won't. He won't. <laughs> <laughs> Savage doesn't know I said it. Fuck you, I'm going home. I think I think with when I think with you guys, I think having someone in there. I mean, the guy that was meant to come in this year, it was you know he was playing first class cricket in India yeah. and. It helps you guys as well. Like you, yeah. you're batting with someone who, you know, is that good, and it, it makes everyone better. So and you train the pressure off yeah, as well. Yeah, you, you train with the guy, and it, can, it can't just it raises everyone's level. But if uh, someone's scoring 30, 40 percent of your runs, it makes yeah. everyone else's life a bit easier, doesn't it? As well, well yeah. so. I think what a lot of teams have at this level, by the looks of things, of what I've seen, is they either have a really good English player. You know, Shifton will have like Leachy. Oswestry have got Warwick and stuff like that. They either have really actually South Africa. Shoes we've got Swift. <laughs> <laughs> English qualified. Yeah. But yeah, teams have either got that or or they've got an overseas. Our route would obviously be the overseas. So, you know, if, if we had someone who was averaging 50 every week in the side as an overseas, then, you know, I think particularly with the bat would be a different prospect. Suddenly those 30s that our homegrown players get mm. are much more effective on the game than, than they have been when they're their highest scores. So, on a completely different kind of angle, um, obviously being used to play playing the highest level of Birmingham League cricket, how have you found it, Swifty, with the kind of standard of cricket you've been 
obviously with the regionalisation this season. Um, obviously, like people will know that we haven't played as well as we want to, really. But if you actually like talk around the table here, you know, like Muzz and I sat down after the Shifnal game and we talked about how good of a game of cricket it actually was. You know, um, we spoke that at one point we looked like we were going to get three hundred, didn't we? We were, we were yeah, batting, we were batting, we were batting so well, and then a collapse of wickets. Like, look, there's no no excuse because as a club at, Sh- at Shrewsbury, we expect not even expect we we know how well that we've got to perform being Shrewsbury Cricket Club things have been a little bit difficult this year we've not played great cricket but that doesn't mean that we can't still go on and and play you know well for the last five games you know like Sam says if some team goes and wins five games in a row then it changes it completely but you know we have lost games we, we you know and ones that we expect to win but nobody's really battered us and that's when we've played bad as well I mean, you look at the Bridge North game, there's no disrespect to Bridge North, they play really, really well. Sam bowl well, other lads bowl well. Ben Lee's batted really, really well. He can murmur that they battered us, but they were seven down chasing 130. <laughs> and if I reckon if Will's catch would have stuck, then they'd have been absolutely, you know, 50p, 20p. But never mind, and it happens. But we'll, we'll adjust, and, you know, we've, we've spoken about it after games and how we're going to change as a team and, and what's required. And we'll see how it goes Saturday. <laughs> Sam? On, on that game, no, I, I know. Yeah, we we didn't bat them, um, but we probably should have won it a lot more comfortably than we actually did. But for that actual game, we kind of just raised our standards to the highest. I, I mean, I've seen us um, for uh, quite a few years. We just all stuck to our plans. I mean, in the forty overs, Shrewsbury scored six boundaries, and. That was something that we noted as well. Like oh, we we really? we knew. Like we had a, we had a chat after the game, and one thing with with Shrewsbury is our bowling attack is is ridiculous. Our batting can either be absolutely unbelievable, or we are thirty for four every week, and it happens. And we when well, we know it, and that's something that we're trying to work on. But that's where we've got to raise our game. Like like Sam says, they, I'm not saying that Bridge North played out of their skins, but they were re- they were a really really good side. Like the young lad Ben to hit 50 not out against the bowling attack that he faced was just unreal to be fair you know there was lads like Gregors who's a fantastic batsman got a good nut David Exall who's played a lot of minor county cricket he got a good he got a good seed as well and that's what lads that we could do yeah to be fair mate didn't you bat three times in that weekend yeah Yeah. two two ducks (laughs) but that's kind of oh beer's gone but that's kind of what happens you know that is that's the cricket you know I was speaking speaking to Muzz about the game and if the way cricket is if decisions go our way there was one where you know we know Leach is a good player and he's an unbelievable cricketer George Garrett had him absolutely plum LBW and I can see I can see Muzz smiling now and he knows it was out but that's that's cricket isn't it that's cricket and if he if, if Leachy gets out and he doesn't get you know I think he was 50 not out wasn't he at the time missing leg mate was it <laughs> <laughs> But that happens, you know. I'm not. I'm not trying to make excuses for. I'm not trying to trying to make excuses for our lads because we know exactly what we need to do. You know, there's there's lads that are not scoring runs. Myself, you know, as well. And there's lads that are probably not playing as as well as they can. And it's just one of those things. Like it's a different format for us. You know, we're used to 55 overs, and we just got to adjust. So fingers crossed. And you know, looking at it, looking at the lads and speaking to the lads, then you know we're ready to go, and we're going to give it a good go for the last few games. Okay, so like looking over the the weeks in general, we 
That's a patches cloudy lemon, by the way. Available at Sainsbury's. Patches, if you're listening. Um, yeah. <laughs> Get in touch. Our chairwoman, Catherine, actually works for Patches, so she'll be pretty happy with that. Well, Claire, sort of get me some samples. <laughs> a few more quid samples. Samples. You say it properly. <laughs> so, yeah, going, th- going through, obviously, starting with week one, um, Shrewsbury beating Wem. Uh, I think looking at there, you're looking at Harry Astley performing well for Wem. And uh, someone, obviously, Rob Foster, but someone who we kind of picked up in the first episode, who's been probably one of your standout players, I would say, from an outside looking in, in uh, George Hargrave. Yeah, George is, George is a ridiculously talented cricketer and also probably one of the smartest lads I've, I've ever met in my entire life. But he batted well against, uh, played really well against Schiffnell as well, didn't yeah, he? Got he 80 really odd, well absolutely jibbed 100, which was pretty upsetting because it sort of changed the way that we played as a team. But he knew it and, you know, we all sort of sat back at the end of the game and went, you know, you've played so well there. Mm. But, you know, speaking, you spoke about Harry Astley. I thought he batted really, really well. You know, watching him bat, picked his shots quite well. And I don't think when watching them, they weren't a million miles off. Like I think they played some decent cricket. I mean, Harry looked a bit, you know, hasty on his first shot. You know, nicked the glove. Could have gone anywhere. I know, yeah, gutted for you. But it's it's one of those things. Like they they didn't look a million miles off. They had some good players, and they did play some good, intelligent cricket. There was, I think, there was a period. I don't know if you guys spoke about it, but that was something that we talked about. Is um, thirty overs. I think it was Goffey and, and Danny Cohen that were batting. Yeah. If they'd have been a bit more positive, I reckon you'd have probably got yourself up to a decent score and, p- and played really well. So how, how about you? Obviously, first first game in the Birmingham League and it's a bit of a, well, <laughs> it's a bit of an eye-opener uh, facing Shrewsbury. How, how did you feel that you, uh, as when went into it, did you approach it in the right way or was it just a case of just... Yeah, no, we 100% approached it in the right way, I think. Um we were po- we were positive from the outset. I mean, obviously losing two wickets early on wasn't ideal, but you know Harry came in and batted beautifully. Um, he played that flowery leave, but yeah, he, he looked good. And then uh, Davo came in and looked fluent. He's looked fluent all season. Um, we probably petered out a little bit towards the end, um, but yeah, I think bowling wise, we were really impressive that day. We contained Shrewsbury really well, you know. And I think you took like something like twenty-seven overs to chase down the one twenty or one thirty. So. Yeah, we we bowled really well that day on conditions that weren't really ideal for bowling. It was very wet and the ball was like a bar of soap come the end. So, you know, yeah, we were, we were quietly impressed with ourselves that day, even if the result didn't go our way. And it probably looked worse on the scorecard than it actually was. So then the next result in is uh, Ozestry, a team who've been obviously ravaged by other people signing their players. Uh, to <laughs> losing, losing out to Schiffnell, who, uh, well... As we predicted, all on the golf course. Yeah, I shot three under that day, so. <laughs> <laughs> no Shoot, regrets. Shooting, boy. <laughs> <One of the regrets. laughs> no, I, I wasn't there, so I can't pass much comment. But. No, I should have lost. <laughs> yeah, so Oswestry Oz- obviously scoring 201 for five off their 40, and Roman Walker 81, and Capital uh, uh, 4 for 33 on that day. Yeah, you can make any excuse in the world. I think we had a side out that could have won the game and didn't. Simple as that. What a county nice. Nice. And uh, um, Bridgenall starting the way that they, well, meant to go on and uh, beating Wolverhampton rather convincingly. Obviously, the Gregories and uh, James Kinder doing well and uh, Mr. Simmons getting a fifer. Uh, 
ideal start to the season for you boys. Yeah, when when you when you turn up to Wolverhampton and they haven't got Adam Finch and Anish Kapil and Tom Fowler, you're always thinking, yeah, you, you might you might get a result here. But um, they've got some very good players. We yeah, we batted first. The Gregory's first. Um, Ian rode his luck a little bit. I think he may, he might have got dropped about five times. He won't mind me saying that. <laughs> um, <laughs> James Kinder, the, n- the new guy on debut, got 46, batted really well, and then yeah, got out to a, a poor shot. It definitely could have got 50 on debut, and then and then Gregors and Matty just did what they kind of did. Well, Matty on debut as well. He um, good cricketer, Matty. Very good cricketer. Very, yeah, good. very good cricketer, and I think we've got him at the right time. He's played a lot of cricket. Looks like a badger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he does look like a badger. Yeah. Um, Loves a glass of prosecco. Gregors did what Gregors does. He he. he at Wolverhampton as well, it's a massive pitch, and we just, they just ran them ragged, really, like two, three to the boundary. Uh, Bowling-wise, it was great, yeah, but it was great to see um, uh, Matty Simmons get five for on debut as well. It was he's he's coming to replace JP Erasmus as the off spinner, and Matty's a very very underrated. Well, before he was a very underrated bowler, and I'm using him a lot. So going oh. on to, <laughs> <laughs> I was about, I was about to back him up and just say he was a very talented. He is a good bowler, very very good, very, very good. Very so good. we'll go on to week two and uh, Wem hundred eighty four all out and uh, losing out to Wolverhampton again. Another Astley performing well in Tom Astley uh, three for thirty two in that in that game and Chris Pill Junior and uh, Martin Davis both getting thirty odd. Um, felt like you were more in that game. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you've forgotten the uh, the last wicket partnership there um, of sixty odd, which really got us to a competitive total. Um, but yeah, we were. That was a funny game, particularly when we were bowling, because we were sort of in it and then out of it, and then in it and then finally out of it. Um, we probably those last five overs, we felt like we should have won the game. They had four wickets left, needing sixes, so. You know, it was sort of one of those where if we kept taking it deep, we might have been able to squeeze out a result. Uh, two overs went for sort of 25, 26 odd or something like that, which really cost us. So, you know, it that was a shame. We, that was a game we should have won and um, we'll probably be a little bit and probably still are a little bit disappointed at that. But yeah, definitely a game where we thought we were, you know, in it and very, very competitive. A game that you're going to be looking at in the next round of fixtures to see if you can uh, pull out the result? Yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, I mean, we'll probably go into every game still thinking that we can pull out a result. Um, one of the things that we've sort of said between ourselves is we've probably not played our best cricket yet. You know, We've got a guy at the top of the order who's averaging five, who usually averages 30-odd or something like that. And you know, people like that aren't really performing at the moment. So, um, Is that you, yeah. Barry? No, mate. Don't know what you're <laughs> on about. Um, but yeah, so you know, I, I still think we're we're going to be competitive, and I wouldn't be surprised if we spring a mm. spring a surprise upon the way. And um, well, we'll move the next two in week two and week three. Um, double defeat for Shrewsbury as they fall to Shifnal and to Bridge North. Bridge North as well putting a, a run of three victories on the row, uh, beating Oswestry with someone called Sam Whitney getting a fiver in that game. Alongside Mr. Gregory, and uh, obviously for Oswestry, their their key man White Finn scoring uh, sixty six in that game 
again in the Schiffnall game where Schiffnall put away Shrewsbury, George Hargrave being the man, and someone that we tipped earlier in the season, um, Zavi Clark, uh, with a nice little forfer alongside a, a Leachy 59. Yeah, Zav played really well with the bat that day as well. Um, he changed the game that day with the ball. Uh, I think Swifty alluded to it earlier, but Shrewsbury were probably on for 280. We were speaking, weren't we? Because I think I was batting at the time and you were just like pulling your hair out looking yeah, at like, what, where am I going to put fielders? Because yeah. like Twigger, who's such a good bowler, was probably not at his best at one no, point. No, his first game back, wasn't it? And yeah. Then, yeah, we weren't we weren't really at the races for 25 overs that day probably. And then, yeah, Zav came on and, and uh, he's probably about the sixth bowler we used that day and he took four for it. He really did change the game. Um, and I think, I can't remember how many did you end up with, two... 220 ish, something, something like, like that. Yeah, about 220. Should have been a lot and more then, um, yeah, it should, should have been 60 more, probably. And then yeah. with the bat, we never looked like not getting them. I think we came off the DL in the end, and I think we were, we, Zav had just got out, Robbie had just gone in, but Steve was still going. And, and we looked like getting them all day long. Um, it was a good, really good game of cricket, a really like a proper club game of cricket where just started changing won. it, didn't it? Like you yeah. could see, I think our spinners came on and sort of changed it up a little bit, and you know. Muzz and I were both talking about it. It was going to be a, a good finish to the game. I think you needed like, do you need like eighty off seventy off? 14, I can't remember. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, like it was. That, it would have yeah. been a really good game. It would have been a really tight finish. Yeah, um, George Hargrave played really well. Um, I know you've mentioned him two or three times now, but he played really well that day. I was really, really impressed. Um, I played against him a few years back with Warmley, and that was the only time I played against him before then. And um, yeah, he's been one of the best players we've played against this year. I'll go that far. A couple of lads played well. You know, like I think. Robbie Foss batted really well as well that day sort of I think he backed himself all day to I think got out of LBW didn't he against Zaf yeah, he missed a fully I think yeah, yeah and that's yeah. it and that's Foss's bread and butter when he's sweeping he's, he's such a good sweeper of the ball and then there was there was times where the game just changed you know I'm, I'm not speaking about umpires because it were about umpires we don't have we don't have a game of cricket but you know Stevie himself turned around to me and said he was out of LBW but that happens that happens and it would have changed the game because he batted so well you know I think first ball, first ball when the, seam, uh, the spinners came on, he ran down and put one over extra cover. And it was a, probably one of the best shots of the day. It was unbelievable, and just little things just changed that game. But Muzz is right, you know, it was a good game of cricket, and you know, Schiffnall were for probably eighty percent, well, sixty, eighty percent of the game, they were better than us that day. Yeah, and then obviously Bridgnell putting that good run together, yourself getting the Fifer in the third, in the second, well, in the third game against Shrewsbury, the uh, Werther's Wonder. Getting uh, three through and also twenty six not out. You gotta be gotta be happy with that. Uh, yeah, against Oswald Street, we obviously we saw what happened in week one and Roman got eighty odd and he, uh, he he wasn't playing and obviously he's a big player for them and Warwick had come back in. It was his first game and we we know what Warwick can do. Um, I won the toss and bowled because most negative captain ever and like that's I do it I do it. <laughs> I literally do it every time but um, we can't just Warwick got off to a flyer and then we just kind of stopped his scoring shots and then and then I got him caught on the boundary and then it was because they they've got a lot of guys who play second team and third team cricket playing at the moment because of the guys that Schiffnall stolen um, so uh, <laughs> or Port <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, Tell me what you think. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I like Muzzy. Um, so yeah, I kind of yeah. It's just it came out well that day, and then yeah, we we cruised cruised to a victory with obviously Sai getting forty odd again. He's you know he's he he can do that to any team. He he's very destructive and and um, he puts bad balls away and 
he can he can smash spinners absolutely anywhere. So yeah, his brother gave him some throw downs that morning. <laughs> 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 Mars. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> and then the 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 Shrewsbury game. Yeah, we we spoke about it before. We we stuck to our plans. We we didn't really give them any scoring opportunities. We didn't bomb any bad balls, and we got wickets at the right times. And and then um, Borsy Borsy had a really good game that game. He he got three for, and then and then the batting partnership between Ben Lees and Borsy at the end, putting on seventy five. When we were we were in quite a lot of trouble after. I mean, four of us got ducks that day, and and uh, yeah, really thought we were going to be uh, really going to snatch away from victory. Really, they batted really well. To be fair, yeah. like Ben Lee's and and Sammy batted really well. I mean, it could have been a completely different game if Will would have taken an absolute worldy first ball. I think yeah. Sam Ball walked it, walked at Barn, didn't he, and nicked off, and yeah. it was in Will's hand. Like it was the weird, like you know, sometimes when you play, like most of you, if you're listening, you play cricket, you see it in slow motion, and you're like, oh my god, it's in. And I think Will himself was like, "Oh my God, I've actually caught a ball this season." Sorry, Will. Um, but that's that's the change of the game. And to be fair, Ballsy went on and played really, really well. And and I was so impressed with Ben Lee's. I remember watching him in in winter nets at Shropshire, and he played two or three really good shots. And then he run past one, and you know, I would keep into Sam. I was thinking he's got a lot of potential. He batted really, really well, especially against like, you know, you're looking at lads like George Garrett and Mike Barnard, who are you know very, very good bowlers. It was it was impressive. Yeah, Lizzy. When I knew I knew he was going to get runs when he just <laughs> lent on one um, to Barn like on the yeah, up went for four down down the hill at Shrewsbury and and I knew he was going to get runs that day but he's you know he's he's one of these you know he's he's at Shrewsbury's four and faces mm-hmm. a lot of a, l- a lot of time on the bowling machine and you know last year you know he hit a lot of balls to fielders but he's kind of you know he's grown up a lot more and you know he's getting mature you, you can see it in the way he bats and. And I think he's going to be a very, very talented cricketer. A nice fifty-seven not out. Would you say it's kind of like his that that was his kind of like breakthrough moment? Well, obviously not breakthrough moment, but moment where he's kind of shown where he can yeah. go in the future. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, last year there was one day when he he got ninety odd against Wolverhampton, and I thought that was it. That was the that was his uh, like you know coming of age kind of thing. But I think this year, obviously, with the whole restructuring and against guys you know there, there was a lot of there was a lot of people there at Shrewsbury that day and you know, all from Bridge North nobody yeah, from Shrewsbury a, lo- a, lot of, a lot of a lot of people watching uh, you know he's he, he's trying to get in trying to get in at Worcester as well and and it's that kind of innings that they they actually look at I mean doesn't matter how many times you, you can mm. smash a ball to extra cover on, on the bottom machine it's it's about playing an innings like that against guys you know against guys like George Garrett and my Barnard who mm. very experienced bowlers and very very good cricketers so yeah, it was it was really good to see. But special mention to Sam Bohr, who who bats number he batted number eleven all year last year, and he's been wintering. He's been netting with Shropshire this winter and working on his batting quite a lot as well. And he ended up with twenty five not out, and it was also going to Cow Corner next. So yeah, well done, yeah. Sammy. Well, that's, uh, that's that's obviously must where have, he uh, learned everything. Must have been that. Uh, must have been it. Yeah. I think I think you have to <laughs> give as well. I know he's sitting right next to me. And he loves a bit of coffee club on a Saturday, you know. Otis and uh, and Rora love a little little coffee at the Ginger and Co. Just a little bit of a little bit of a plug there for Ginger and Co. Um, but to be fair, Sam's captaincy was very very good. Even though playing with him the last couple of games for Shropshire, he asks everybody a question every single minute. What should I do? Um, I'm not entirely sure who was telling him. Probably Tom Weave at Slip telling him what to do. But his captaincy was very very good. So, you know, when you're playing against, you know, Bridgenorth 
or a good side you know we had a good beer with them after as well just like we did with Schiffnell so you know it's one of those we, ha- we have lost games we haven't been battered but we need to improve and mm. watching lads you know we took a lot from Ben Lees from innings you know he didn't for probably like the first 20 balls you thought he could get out every single ball here but he didn't he stuck at it and batted really really well and that's something that we need to take as as Shrewsbury Cricket Club as a club to look at and go right you know we've got very very talented cricketers let's turn that talent into results mm. and then obviously after that you've got Shifnal beating Wem again Martin Davis another good performer Leachy doing well and Jack Edwards getting three for uh, you've got Wolverhampton then putting uh, Oswestry to the sword getting Oswestry all out for 71 uh, Roman Walker the only person really turning up that day then week four uh, where we've got Shrewsbury winning the game against uh, Wolverhampton hey, I was away <laughs> <laughs> Will Will when was the last time you won again <laughs> <laughs> September away <laughs> Will Parton getting 44 Tyler getting th- 3 for 27 um, Oswald Street beating Wem uh, Martin Davis again getting runs Warwick Finn again getting runs uh, but the game of the uh, of that week was Schiffnall versus Bridge North. Uh, Schiffnall beating Bridge North. Bridge North getting uh, 243 for seven, but Brid- Schiffnall getting 271 for five. Um, Zavi Clark getting 56. Leachy getting 44. Sam getting five for 48. Mr. Simmons getting 107 not out. And Mr. Basukius getting uh, 108. Um, so, a, a, a great game. Yeah, it was a, it was a good game. Um, we won the toss and batted, and it was it was pretty pretty flat. And if there's ever a ground to to go big at, it's Bridge North probably. Um, Suits played really well. He we went from ball one. Um, he, he's a quirky quirky lad to watch bat. He plays all his scoops and his ramps and his reverse sweeps and whatnot. And um, he was he was at it that day. He actually hadn't picked up a bat since September, other than one net, um, and just went out with almost no fear whatsoever. And it helped him. Um, Two seventy and a forty over game is pretty rare that gets chased um, we didn't bowl very well and I think Sam would say they didn't bowl very well so it was a, it was a, it was a good game of cricket but also a lot of bad things really done from both sides but in the end I think we probably deserved to win that game um, Sam would probably agree with me we were probably always just ahead but Matty Simmons I know a couple of lads have already said but he played really well you know to get 100 in a, in a game that's probably already done when you're 50 off a 3 I, I don't know exactly what the score was but Coming out to bat, he played really, really well, and it looks a promising one for Bridge North, definitely. Yeah, the um, Schiffner were always ahead of the game that day. Um, so he 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 batted. Uh, to be fair, I I was worried about Leachy. I was worried about obviously Zavi, like Muzzer, and I've never played against uh, Suk before. And then yeah, he just started pulling stuff off a length and a reverse sweeping and ramping. And I was just like, who, like, who's this guy? And then, and then, yeah, then uh, the yeah, it's it's, it's it's so new, it's it's so it's so hard, to, yeah. so hard to bowl at, especially yeah, I think like he went with, at Dave Axel in the second yeah, over, ramped yeah. him before, didn't he? And yeah. kind of set the tone for the day a little bit, I'd say. Yeah, just just with the way the way he bats, you can't actually you can't actually set a field to him because he, he hits it like three hundred sixty degrees, and um, he batted really well that day. He he actually put me onto. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sainsbury's roof that day as well, so that was. Yeah, he, he told me about that in the bar a few times as well afterwards. Um, but and then you you get someone like, like Leachy. Leachy batted really well. Then he he got a little bit of an injury, and that, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason I got him out. But um, and then Zavi comes in, and like an hour later, you're thinking, okay, Zavi's on thirty out of nowhere. Like he he just he just knocks the ball around, and then he hits the ball for four when he needs to, and he batted really well and. We were just nowhere near, nowhere near him chasing even until Matty really got going at the end. He Matty batted really well. Really good to see him get a hundred in the um, it was debut, well not debut hundred, but his first hundred for the club. And but no one really stuck with him. So yeah, yeah, fair, fair So it was a lot closer than it looked. How close was that? Come on, mate. I'll have a little sound. Don't worry. So anyway, in week five, obviously, Bridge North beat Wem. Uh, the Gregory scoring runs again. Oswestry then beat Shrewsbury with White Finn scoring, scoring runs again. And Shifnal beat Wolverhampton uh, with Leachy scoring runs again. Chris getting a nice little 43. Happy with that? Right, for a couple of weeks now, oh. I think, after that. <laughs> Licking boy! Yeah, no, it was a good win again. Um, they're good, Wolverhampton. They've got a really good young off-spinner, Joe Stanley. Um, I think he's taken 10 months or something this year. I think he's 15... Might be a year out either side there, but um, he bowled really well. Um, Steve batted brilliantly. They probably didn't get enough. Um, and again, we probably just deserved to win the game. So, mm. so as we stand, Bridgenall's atop with 16, Shifnall's second with 16, Oswestry third with 12, Shrewsbury fourth with eight, Wolverhampton fifth with eight, and Wem bottom with five, in, with none. Um, I'd say five. I'll take we're only, five. We're only three off Shrewsbury. <laughs> hey, Swifty, you're doing fuck all, aren't you? So, who's going out? Anyone going out? <laughs> oh, I'll taste for it. I'll call him sick tomorrow. I haven't got a job anyway. Come on, we're mate, saying that. Stack shelves together. I have got a job. So, Bridgenall find themselves top of the table, Shifnal second, Oswestry third. Is this what we kind of expected before the season has started? No, I expected us to be top. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I thought we'd be third, fourth. Um, you know, I thought, I thought we'd be top of the table, won, it, won every game. But then again, I obviously thought Shifnal with the signings they made, I thought they'd be up there, and obviously they are. So, um I think it's a good one for Shropshire cricket, though, isn't it? It just shows how competitive, as well, how competitive Shropshire cricket's got. Um, you look at 
even when like look they're, they're bottom of the league and they haven't won a game but they've still played some really really good cricket you know and I think Harry or Buck don't tap me on the head I, don't, I literally don't want to talk to you um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those things isn't it you know this is this is shown that everybody's competitive in what they do so so Shrewsbury find themselves in fourth fourth place what what do you think are the biggest differences between Shrewsbury this season and the side they've been in years before Good question. <laughs> I'll pass it on to someone else. No, it's it's one of those. We've 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 got a couple of new signings in. You know, we've got some exciting cricketers. We've got young cricketers as well. You know, we all we all expect us to do really well. And I think as a club, we've been quite harsh on ourselves. Um, we've sat down after a few games and gone, look, you know, this is this and this is this. But we're not going to win many games at at twenty for four, and and that's happened quite a few times now. There's only the Schiffnall game where we've we've looked like we we're going to score big and then unfortunately haven't. You know, we've still got big key players. We've still got Will. We've still got, you know, Mikey Barn, you know, Robbie Foz, who's been there, done that. You know, he's a fantastic character to have around and he's he's sort of the, the calm head and what he doesn't know about cricket is, it's not worth knowing. I mean, he speaks to Will and I when we're trying to work something out and the way he talks about the game and he sees things before they happen and I think... You know, maybe obviously Will as captain and myself as vice captain, we probably need to look at lads like Rob a little bit more and talk to him. But we're not we're not worried about it. It's a completely different format. I think you know, if we were playing fifty five overs, then we we'd back ourselves to to beat anybody, and we still do back ourselves to beat anybody. But you know, it's been a struggle, but we'll go hard as we can in these last five games. And who knows if we play to our potential, then there's no way we we can't win all five games. Do you think of, uh, the new format of obviously playing, well, let's say new format, but obviously playing 40 overs, red ball crickets made much of a difference? I think I was saying to Harry before, um, if we were playing, you know, we've won the Graham Williamson Trophy a few times and look, there's, there's different cricketers at the club now than there was there was before. There's lads like myself who were, were in and around the first team when we were younger who are now, you know, I am I'm in the first team every week. It's com- it's completely different. This forty over format, if it was a white ball or a pink ball, would be completely different. You know, you've got lads that can that can take the game away with it, with the bat. You know, if Will gets going, I don't think there's a better batsman in the league than Will. If he starts whacking it everywhere, which he can do, you know, you could be a hundred and ten off ten, and there's no there's no way coming back from there, is there? You know, you can build on a platform from there. So it's a little bit it's a little bit different for us. We've we have struggled with this forty over cricket. You know, lads like. Barn not having as many overs. I mean, we spoke about it before. You know, you look at lads. How many? How many people have actually got fifers apart from the lads sat next to me? And he'll probably tell us about it in a minute. But you know, there's not many people that have taken that many wickets. You know, I think if you look at Barn himself, who's such a good cricketer, he's not gone for many runs either. So, mm. you know, we're looking to prove, we're looking to improve, and we're looking to to change the way we play forty over cricket. But it's not mm. it's not forever, is it? You know, this is just. This is just this season, and we spoke about how it's how it's going to change for next season, and how we're how we're going to approach things. Because if we play like this, like we do now, then we're we're probably we're probably going to look at we're probably going to be at the bottom of the, the Premier Division, which is something we don't want. We want to be up there, and mm. I back us to be up there. So, I mean, obviously, we've said about Wem and how how you felt you fared in the in the start of the season. Obviously, Wolverhampton aren't Shropshire, so we don't particularly. Uh, cover them as much Schiffnall level top, level top kind of where you would expect them to be but Bridgenorth find themselves top but also another team who are up there Oswestry 
find themselves in third. It's a team who are playing with a lot of second teamers. Who do you think would be happier at the halfway point? Definitely Oswestry. Definitely because I think like the I mean speaking to Warwick, who's a skipper, he he said you know he's going to let the let the young guys come through and just like express themselves a little bit and and you know they've kind of done that. I mean they they beat. They beat Schiffman without without him, and that, that was a massive win for them. But then to see them, obviously they they won very convincingly at Wem, and then for the for the for Oswald Street to beat Shrewsbury on Saturday, it's a massive win. But they they have to rely a lot on Warwick. He's he scores a lot of runs. He's he's just a machine. He's an absolute machine with the bat. He was the best thing about Saturday when Shrewsbury played Oswald Street. He was genuinely the best. There was there was not a lot that was good in the game, but the way he batted was very very good. And we sort of turned around and said that we were like, look at how Warwick's batted. You know, he's not taken any risks whatsoever. He's played proper shots. He's I, I'm not sure how many boundaries he scored, but he just did play really really well. Mm. And I think before I think the first pod you said about about Warwick how he was he plays, and he is such a good player, and he and he bowled well as well. Mm. You know, he did bowl really well on a turning wicket, which which helped him a lot. But just like Sam said. They've got to be really happy, especially with with Zavi leaving and Rob. But they've got they've got two lads, three lads. You know, they've got Roman Warwick and and Ben Roberts, who are three very very good cricketers. I'm not saying the rest of them aren't good cricketers. Sorry, no disrespect to Austria, but if you've got in amateur cricket, if you've got a couple of lads that are very very good cricketers, you can completely change a game of amateur cricket. You know. Yeah, we say we say kind of them being thirds a, su- a surprise, as you may call it. I, I don't really see it that way. They've got the best cricket in the league. Like in terms of batting and bowling, that they do. Um, if you add him and Roman, especially with a reduced number of those overs in a game, your better players come more to the forefront in a reduced number of overs. And, and Warwick is the best player in this league in terms of overall cricketer. Um, I'm not surprised. I, I think that first year when Warwick didn't play, I think we were we were poor that day from the the guys that played. I think that those lads would admit that they've won two games, and I'm not surprised they've won them. I, th- I think with Warwick and Roman in that side in a 40 over game I'm not surprised they're beating side I think um, it is as simple as that I was going to say that I think what I noticed particularly when we played against Oswald Street was Warwick was really really demanding of all the players that he had there on that day and almost that sort of demanding of them that it dragged them up 5 or 10% you know and, and we were saying before like having an overseas in your side you know can make the players around you play 5 or 10% better that's exactly what Warwick did against us mm-hmm. you know he, he dragged those players up 5 or 10% and they bowled really well against us mm-hmm. you know and two or three good bowlers yeah, yeah, we're, yeah I mean yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, who's the young lad as well they've got they've got a young lad I'm not sure who it is is it oh, God, he plays Shropshire youth level Harry Darling yeah what a player like he's going to be an unbelievable bowler he like I've never seen he bowled at me on Saturday and he was nipping it both ways and I, I left a couple and I, mm. my heart was in my mouth I was like oh my god I've left that and it's going to bowl they bowled actually bowled really really yeah, well yeah, against yeah. us yeah. they were very consistent and and we played at Oswald Street which I don't think is a I think it's a quite a hard place to bowl because of the way that the run ups are and stuff like that and the pitch is pretty flat there generally it's a hard place to bowl so you know they bowled really really well, well against us and I think you know that demanding of them is is what helped them and in front of their own crowd as well, like 
there was quite a, a lot of people at Oswestry. They're only eight deep by about three. Yeah, I know, yeah. They're, right, well, they're all, like, honestly, some of the, some of the cheers you've seen, I was like, oh, my God, I'm at Old Trafford. This is unbelievable. <laughs> they, 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 were, they were cheering ones against us, and you'd think they'd hit bombs, man. And you were like, fucking hell, what have we come up against here? But it was actually brilliant. Like, yeah. you're thinking, you know, it's such a good surrounding. And, you know, we spoke about how good some of their cricketers are. But just in general, just as a club at Oswestry, usually short boundary straight, you think a big score, you know. There was not a lot of runs on the board on Saturday and it was still a half-decent game of cricket. I think 40 extras played 40 extras and then the only decent thing that happened was Warwick batting. But, you know, that can be cricket sometimes, can't it? And, you know, Muzz said about them being, being third and being a surprise. I don't think it is a surprise, you know, this game of cricket, 40 overs, can be a leveller for anybody. So, mm. you know, I won't be surprised if you see that, you know, those top three change over the next five games. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, this, well, everything that we said so far kind of moves on to my next few points. Where are we going now? <laughs> Shared. <laughs> Still karaoke? Come on, it's Oh, mate, what, what's your song? Oh, mine. I've got loads, mate. Oh, <laughs> Thanks yeah, a little, little bit of Westlife on the karaoke. It's all about me. <laughs> Shaggy. I, I took Angel. a cypher, baby. <laughs> What's yours, Chris? I bet you're a, squ- yeah. you're a Frank Sinatra kind of guy, aren't you? Now, the end is near. Right. No, I don't really have one, mate, if I'm honest, but I'll give anything a go. We went on Goffey's stag. Bit of Backstreet Boys. Uh, we went on Goffey's stag to Madrid in October and we went to a karaoke bar the second night. I did the worst rendition to When You're Looking Like That by Westlife <laughs> you've ever heard, mate. It's a tune as well. It is a banger, mate. <laughs> if you're going to do a tune, it's got to be a banger. I went to an 18th where the main main event was that the, the both the mothers stood up with both of their sons at the front of this pub and they sung uh, that Westlife song, uh, Flying Without Wings. Oh, tune, tune, belter. Yeah, belter. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, know, I know he's not here, but I'm going to big him up anyway. Have you heard Willie P sing? <laughs> no. Absolutely ridiculous. Right, voice of an angel. His old man He's got the best that. pipes in there. In there. Jack Edwards rates himself. Jack Edwards. Paolo Nettini, you reckon? I've heard it, mate. I I roomed with Jacko at um, Cheshire Away. Um, Me and him had a little bit of a song. He tries to put paranormal activity on, and I have none of it. I was like, not watching that, mate. Will Parton's dad. Oh, Tone, yeah. He's in in the um, barbershop quartet. He's class. He is absolutely incredible. But Will's good at it as well. So me and Will, do you know the Hercules uh, theme tune? You ever watched it? To be fair, I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't me. imagine Gregor's being very good at singing. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh wow! Oh, Mac has definitely got a bit. If you go out every night of the week, you've got to be in a, a karaoke bar somewhere. Uh, I reckon if he owns it, it'd be alright though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Will, Will and I like a little bit of a. We like to do a little rendition. Um, we like to harmonise as well, so we do a little bit. <laughs> good. Yeah, so uh, we've just had a little mini break, and I have to say, this Thatcher's Cloudy Lemon Cider. Oh. Thatcher's, if you're listening, we'd love a few more for the next pod. It, it is. It is nothing short of world class. That's Statue of Whitney would like some. Yeah. Not saying that it's better than dark fruits, but it is probably better than dark fruits. No, do you it's, think, a, Sam? it's 100% <laughs> better than dark fruits. 100%. You're not Sam. Have you, have you, have you tried the rosé? Oh. Thatcher's rosé? No. Decent that as well? Better. 
Can they, can they send us some samples, do you reckon? I'll have a word with the chairwoman. <laughs> Muzzle, what do you think? I'm keeping all options open, mate, really. <laughs> <laughs> he's out. Look, he's out. Looking over there, he's got Corona, ale, cider. <laughs> Muzzle likes all Shropshire brew. <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield, <laughs> Salopian. Um, <laughs> but yeah, talking about good Shropshire things. Um, Albert Shed, let's continue with that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so obviously a good start to the season for Steve Leach, and obviously someone that we've mentioned, uh, White Finn, who's played three games and is averaging 122. Um, but the main thing is obviously Martin Davis as well, um, someone who scored 171 runs. Uh, but who have been the main people who you'd say with the bats? We'll start off with the batsmen. Who have been the standout players in the first half of the season for you guys? I mean, Danny Cohen's averaging 101 with a bat, so he's going all right. Yes, Leachy. He's just a machine with the bat. You, whenever he turns up, you just think he's going to score runs. Um, Warwick as well. They they don't they don't seem to score less than forty every time they bat. So yeah, I I can't look far past them. But for my own team, like both the Gregory's Ian and Sire, they both scored nearly two hundred runs and and done really well. Mason has scored a hundred in one game and he's he's looked really good and. Yeah, I'm not sure about Shrewsbury. Um, <laughs> full, full, full We've got lads that can that can score runs very quickly, but unfortunately they haven't haven't come off. But you know, like Sam said, your Warwick's, your Leeches, Zav, you know, Muzz himself, and it, there's there's loads of lads that can score runs, and it all depends if you're given the given the chance. And you know, everyone knows what cricket's like. It, it takes one ball to get you out, but. If you turn up thinking, right, I'm going to score runs. Like Simo, Simo's an unbelievable player as well. You know, I've only seen him this year and I didn't actually know he scored 100 against Schiffnall. And I watched him bowl the other day and I was like, wow, you know, this, this lad's got a bit. Mm. You know, Harry sat next to us. We, we know he obviously hadn't had the best start to his season, but he is actually a good pull. Well, I actually know he's absolutely bollocks. How many have you had, Swifty? I know, if, he will. If, he's, if he's gonna If he's going to do this next to me, mate, then I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him out. What was it doing? Yeah. <laughs> he was pretending to suck a penis. <laughs> now, it's one of those, like, there's, there's lads that can score runs in, in any team, but unfortunately for Shrewsbury, it hasn't happened yet. I think, I think for, it's probably been similar for us and you. Where, <laughs> it's probably been similar for us and you where, Quite a few of our batsmen haven't got runs early on, and it's a big momentum thing. Like because we've not got runs early on, you suddenly find yourself start searching for it. And I mean, personally, that's been a thing thing for me. But yeah, we've got guys in our team. You look at like the likes of Matty Cohen, Peely. You know, I know we've scored runs, but they've not kicked on and made the big runs that the likes of Leachy and Warwick have done. And I think that's what we're searching for. It's arguably what you're searching for. And I think the teams that have performed. Bridge Norths and Schiff's North, that's what they have that's done. Well, yeah. yeah, that's what that's they have done. Yeah, with, with, with kind of, with Steve, it's, it's, I think it's his fifth year at the club now. He, he, he's done it every year. Um, as Sam said, it, it, when it comes to runs, I don't want to blow too much smoke his arse if I'm honest with you, but when it comes to runs, going, he is a machine. He does it week in, week out, and it's all for the lads. It's not for him, it's for the lads. Scores runs against the best players as well, doesn't he? Like, it yeah, makes, yeah, it makes yeah, them easy. You know, it, it, the, almost more likely to get him against better bowling if I'm brutally honest with you um, but the thing with us is it's our depth this year that's really impressed me um, you know we've got Steve we've got Zav Suits has made 100 Jack Edwards can get him any week you know we've, Robbie Clark's a good player we, we've got 
you know, Chad Blanchett comes in, he, he can score some. We got we got lads, we we got lads who can score runs every week. Um, got yourself as well, mate. You got to forget about that, don't. Come on. <laughs> he was going to name to mention himself, but he's he's a nice lad. No, no, no. We, the one thing that has impressed me is we can, and people will go out and they'll do it. They'll go they'll go out and swing for one. You know, if, it, if that's what we need, that's what people will do, and um, that's what you need sometimes. You know, when when you fall down with with ten overs left, instead of looking or oh, can I get thirty not out, can I get fifty off thirty, and th- people will go out and try and do that for the boys, and that's what's the main thing for us. Yeah, so we're looking at, obviously, uh, for those of you who don't know what the batting stats are, obviously you've got Steve Leach, who's at the top with 298, Will Neals with 247, White Finn, 244, Martin Davis with 171, Matty Simmons, 170, Ian Gregory, 165, George Hargrave of Shrewsbury, 159, Charlie Home, 159, Gregory, Simon Gregory uh, with 146, and Zavi Clark with 140. Now, obviously, we're talking about big players um, making an impact has that been something that obviously you feel that you've you've lacked in in, in Shrewsbury this year? Obviously, Bridge North and uh, and Shifnell's big big time players turning up. Yeah, I think there's like I said before, like there's lads that can that can go out and score runs really really quickly. Like you know, he is a good friend of mine. He's usually on the pod, but Will's such a good cricketer that if he gets going, there is genuinely no stopping him. He can hit the ball anywhere he wants to. But then in, in other times he can, you know, Shrewsbury is a club where we're 20 for four, which you can't expect to win many games when you're 20 for four. You know, I've struggled for runs. There's a few other lads that have struggled for runs as well, but it can all change. You know, cricket yeah, is such a, such a funny can. game, isn't you it? You guys know? can go five and five. It wouldn't exactly. surprise anyone. So. I know. And, you know, Saturday, it's a different, we're at home. We know how to play at home. It's, it's going to change completely. So we are disappointed I think there's a lot of lads that are disappointed, myself included, of how we've we've gone about playing and how we've scored runs, but it doesn't mean it won't change. I mean, mm-hmm. I think probably now now we've looked at the table and now people have probably gone at us a little bit of, of how we've how we've done. Mm. It's just more fire in the belly really, and I think fingers crossed you're gonna see a completely different shoes beside on Saturday. And moving on to the bowlers, obviously Sam. <laughs> <laughs> 15 wickets, yeah. 40 overs, three maidens, <laughs> going for 152 runs, two five-wicket hauls, econ of 3.8, strike rate of 16, average of 10. Keep uh, going. Ha- <laughs> Keep going. Feed that ego. <laughs> and a five against Worcestershire. <laughs> He's not my favourite wicket anyway. <laughs> we all like Jono, don't we? No, I prefer Tom. So, um, Tom's the greatest. Obviously, obviously leading the wicket-takers, but who else, who else has impressed you this season? Um, look, looking at the looking at the lineup, obviously the uh, the Oswestry Os- lad Chris Caffrell Caffrell yeah. I mean, he's bowled nineteen overs and got eight wickets. He's he's done very well. I don't know why he's bowled nineteen overs. I don't know if he's not bowled that many uh, that many overs, but um, yeah, he looks like he's done okay. Uh, playing against Wem, uh, what who was the lad? The the Astley, I don't know. There's so many Astleys, but the one that, the one that comes off of the small run up and just nicks it around a little bit. Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom, he's yeah. a good bowler. He's a really good bowler. He yeah. um, he's horrible to face on a pitch that's doing a little bit. He, but he um, could, the yeah. funny thing with Tom, he lost his run up about two or three years ago, and he used to bowl quick, yeah. and he comes off like five yards now, and still bowls relatively sharp. But yeah, he, he's funny to face now because he's off about five yard run up. Um, yeah, no. it just it, it just it just creeps up on you a little yeah. bit. But no, it does. You look at people like like, like Danny Cohen as well. You just mm. 
like you said earlier, they bowl or fog the balls and then like you go kind of chasing it a little bit. And then in this cricket, 40 over cricket, it's not about taking wickets, it's about just containing teams. Well, from what I like, from a captain's team point of view, but um, bowling wise as well, Shrewsbury, you got Gaz, George Garrett, and um, Barney. You, you're not going to face many better opening bowling partnerships than that. And um, to be fair, you, you, it's surprising to not see those two guys at the top of the top of the table. But um, and then Warwick as well. I mean, you, you'd think he'd be up there, but. I mean, he didn't bowl many overs against us. Actually, he didn't even bowl against us. I'm not sure why he didn't bowl, but he didn't bowl against us. And and then Wolverhampton, you got you got people like Charlie Home. Charlie Home's batting and bowling. He, I'm surprised he's not at the top of the charts yeah, for, for both of those as well. Cause he's a very good cricketer and he worry uh, uh, very sought after. Where's Where's Tyler? Tyler Robertson because he's a very Ty- very good cricketer. Yeah, Ty- yeah, Tyler's in its seventh. Uh, with seven wickets there's uh, four players who are tied on seven Ben Roberts Tyler Robertson Jack Edwards and Mike Barnard all with seven um, someone who I'm really interested to get into is uh, well not get into uh, <laughs> different kind of podcast uh, someone who I'm about to uh, well fucking hell uh, someone I'm really interested to talk about is safe work <laughs> Is uh, Amar of um, Shifnal, oh, yeah. someone who's been playing second team cricket until last season, yeah. moved into the first 11. Eight wickets, third in the bowling ranking, you know, averaging 17.25, econ of three. You know, got to be got to be very happy with how he's performed this season. Yeah, yeah, really happy. He's still only 16 as well. Um, he's round up every week and he's hit the same spot, five balls out of six. And that is actually something you can't put that's something that not many bowlers do um, he's 60 he's got better he played a little bit last year for us he's come on so much over the winter um, he, he played at Oz during the first game where we were a lot of guys missing um, we probably didn't really expect him to be a first team kind of first change bowler this year but he's made himself undroppable and you, you can't ask more than that from somebody and especially in a season like this where you know perhaps the results aren't quite as important as they might be another season. It's a bit of a free hit in it for like young lads coming through. Exactly, exactly that. And um yeah, we've we've been so impressed and I know he's doing a little bit of Warwickshire and whatnot and um he can bat as well. He he's been batting ten to eleven for us and he's not a ten or eleven by any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, I think he's got he's got eight or nine wickets and um he bowls he bowls at the end, he but he but he can bowl in the middle and he could take the new ball if he needed him to. And um he's learning every he's learning every game. Um He's still so raw, you know. You, you watch him bowl, you watch him field, and he's still learning from everybody that's around him. And having some of our more experienced guys come in, you know, Mitch played Saturday for the first time. Having Jack Twigger around helped him loads. He can learn so much off these guys, and and you know, I, I really think he can come on a lot in the next couple of years as well. And yeah, really pleased with him. Okay, so going around the room, uh, one person answer. Who's been the standout player in the, the group so far? Start with Harry. Harry Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Averaging, <laughs> no. Um, what average in the group? Just one player, bat, batsman, bowler. Who's been the standout? Uh, I'd, I'd probably say Warwick. Warwick was massive against us. Warwick was probably the one who made the win that Oswald Street had against us so convincing. He bowled pretty well, and then obviously batted like a dream, scored hundred odd, and and yeah, made it look really good. Matty, Matt is. I know I played a lot of like younger cricket with Matt and stuff like that and played some Shropshire League against him last year and he's one who 
he sort of transformed himself a little bit more since he's come into the Bridge North fold. You know, last year we played against him. He didn't particularly bat very well, didn't bowl very well, but but he looks a different player at Bridge North now. You know, and he looks like he's he's sort of exercising that talent that he's got a little bit more in that side. So probably them two are the ones who you know I'd look at and say they're the the players that have either surprised me or or come on and performed the best and been most effective for their sides. Swifty? Probably have to say Warwick again. Obviously, the, the players I've played against, I thought Leachie played really well when he played Schiffnall. Sam bowled really well, Simo bowled really well. But there's there's just there's too many players to pick from. Like, you know, stats don't give it all sometimes. There's there's lads that are doing really like Muzz is a fantastic captain, so Sam as well. So, you know, those boys play a massive part in what actually goes on in the game but if you're going to go on stats Sambo's bowled really well and, and, and Warwick's bowled and batted really well so you've got to look at those boys So Sam how about yourself the the Werther's wonder Sambo? Oh. <laughs> yeah Sammy's alright but um, I'd probably go I'd probably go Leachie Leachie because he's just a machine Like he, he just scores runs but I, I don't really look at the averages too much I look at like match winning performances and if he scores if he scores 90 70 80 90 they're going to win the game but like like same as Matty Simmons as well like he he score runs he's taken wickets and it's match winning performances for me um so I'll probably go for Leachy because you know he, yeah, I don't think he's had a game where he's out yet so yeah Chris yeah easy for me Leachy um I think he's batted five times he's got I think he's, he's not got less than 35 and he's got two or three big scores um, he's he's the reason we are where we are um, and second the man next to me really Sam I think you know two fives already in 40 over cricket only, but he's only been able to bowl eight overs is pretty high quality really so uh, those two really for me <laughs> cheers man <laughs> <laughs> so final question on this section what are we predicting for the second half of the season? I think we're wide open. I think genuinely anybody can beat anybody and I think no one's really looking forward to thinking that's that's a win. I don't think anyone's looking at games thinking, yeah, we'll beat them. Well, you know, I know Wem have lost five out of five, but anyone can beat anyone. I think I think it really is that simple with it and it's competitive, it's good, it's enjoyable and that they, they're the main things. I think you'll see a different side of, of Shrewsbury as well in the next coming weeks. I mean... I think you said at the start of the podcast that everyone expects Shrewsbury to be up there and obviously we've we've failed to do that. So I think there's a bit more there's a bit more going for us now. So I think there's there's gonna be a few more big performances and there's a few lads, you know, wanting to prove themselves. So just like Muzz said, you, you can't really you can't really tell where it's gonna go. It could completely change, it could completely flip on its head, so Harry <laughs> <laughs> Do you still compare yourselves to Bridge Um <laughs> he remembered that one eh? <laughs> I mean if we it's what Spurders are I mean <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank me later when's my pay packet coming <laughs> when do you get paid for Sainsbury's next week no, <laughs> um, no well hopefully from a personal point of view when we'll be looking to keep competing and, and hopefully get ourselves on the boards obviously it's it's been a completely different season for us, whereas, you know, the last two seasons we've absolutely dominated Shropshire League cricket. So, you know, we we've fully deserved this this place in 
in the Birmingham League, it's just a case of, you know, let's try and get ourselves on the board. We're missing a few players, obviously, as everyone else is, but, you know, hopefully we can put a performance together. We've we've had moments in every game where, you know, a chance or something goes our way and, and we might be looking at a different outcome. Um, but, you know, hopefully if we keep doing the right things and, and trying to score runs, put the ball in the right area, then, then something should come our way, hopefully. I think also from a when, Wem's point of view, you like you said, you have dominated Shropshire League cricket for quite a while, but also you are the first team who have come into Birmingham League cricket for quite a while, who have gone straight into mm. pretty much yeah. Division yeah. 2 cricket yeah. and playing and this season playing Division 1, Division 2 cricket. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the hardest season for you guys to yeah. come into it. So, no, yeah, it's, I think you've acquitted yourselves better than, well, you've done very well and I think you're going to, Obviously, everyone's going to be looking out for that first win, and obviously, the guys around the table are hoping that it's not going to be them. And uh, we'll leave ourselves. We'll finish this question off with the leaders and the captain of the of the leading side, uh, the man himself, Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I think it's wide open as well. We. I mean, you could you've got teams like Shrewsbury; they could win every game. Playing against Wem and seeing the kind of you know the players they've got and. I mean, they they could easily win two or three games going into the back end of the season. But you you look at I mean, speaking to Mother, just apparently Joe Leach might be available for a few games, so uh, that could be interesting, especially like the final game if um if it, if it's all to play for at the end. But um, and obviously Shrewsbury, if, you know they they have Dylan as well, it could be massive for them. But on a personal point of view, Bridgnell, we. We we've got a really strong squad and like everyone knows their role. Everyone knows, you know, bowling wise, you know, everyone's got a plan. So we 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 could obviously we've got win this Saturday and hopefully we come out victorious. But I was hoping you'd say you give us twenty points. Then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you only get four, uh, Harry. Only That'd be a good result then, wouldn't it? <laughs> But um, no, there's some big games coming, and obviously the Oswestry game. Warwick could score 100 in every game going. That's not beyond what Warwick can do. So, and obviously Wolverhampton as well. Like Tom Fowl could come back into the fall with it. He probably's not playing in the 2020 stuff for Worcester. You got Adam Finch come back from injury now as well. They could turn up with a, a star-studded team, and you could just get blown away by them. So. Mm. It's not beyond the realms that uh, Wolverhampton could just string a bunch of uh, results together. So, okay, so going around the table again, end of the season. Who's your top three? One, two, three. Starting with Chris. Oh, on the spot here. <laughs> You've got to back there, lads, haven't you? Shipping and Bridge North. I think we'll be the top two. I, th- I think. Sh- I think that last game of the season, whoever wins that will win the league. I'm gonna sit right on the fence as well. But <laughs> I think they'll be the top two. I think with the with the gap they've got, I think they will be will be the top two. I think Shrewsbury will be third. Yeah, same. I think I think the way it's gone, I think we like we're playing really good cricket. So I think we'll also be with Sheffield on top two, and it's exciting for the last game of the season. And obviously, it's going to wind Swiftly up. There, I'm saying that. So <laughs> and third place, I mean, I think Shrewsbury, it will be Shrewsbury. 
but I don't know, I think they're gonna they're gonna ruffle a few feathers in the in the next in the next four games. Yeah, I'm 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 backing us to to make our way up the table, but I think we said at the start that Schiffen have got such a good side at the moment that they're gonna they'll be up there. So I'm backing Schiffenall and unless something drastic happens with Bridge North then I think we're all sort of in the same situation. But I am backing us to to make our way out the table. Uh, I think Bridge North, I think they'll probably finish top because I think they've really, really got the momentum with them at the moment. They've got wind in their sails and whatnot. So, you know, I, th- I think probably them, Schiffnell, I'm backing Bridge North a little bit, only because Tom's my favourite Whitney. Schiffnell player, like. And then, yeah, you're probably looking... <laughs> And then we'll pro- <laughs> we're probably looking Oswestry Shrewsbury. I think uh, I think it will depend on whether Shrewsbury can come good or not. Um, obviously, I think momentum's been a big thing in this tournament so far, and you know who can get the momentum going in these last five games will decide the table a lot. You know, if it, like the likes of ourselves and Shrewsbury can't get any momentum going, then uh, you know we won't be anywhere near that top three. So. I think that's the way it will pan out, and I think a lot of the momentum from the first three, first five games, sorry, will go into deciding these last five and the st- standings. Great, and I'll I'll back Oswestry as no one has, and then I'll <laughs> yeah. say, "Go on, Oswestry!" <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep everyone in shops happy. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, that's about it, and that moves us on to our next section. <laughs> So anyway, that's the that's the end of episode two, and yeah, and thank you very much for listening and getting involved. As always, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Wow, that's loads, isn't it? And uh, yeah, we've also got. <laughs> we've also got obviously the store with obviously the stickers, the mugs, the the mask, and obviously the amazing T-shirts. If you're interested in one of our new New Era caps, they're on pre-order as well. But anyway, it's been another great episode. And episode three, we're going to have the team together again. And we're going to actually do the Birmingham League blowouts. And it's going to be another great episode. But all it leaves me to say is, thank you very much, Chris. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you. Thank you very much, Matt. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much, Harry. (laughs) Thank you very much, mate. And uh, thank you very much for listening. And we're off to Shed. (laughs) (laughs) all the best have a good one bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 